We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Alan. And the two of us together, we work on cars. Um, I do normal maintenance on my side. And Alan tricks out uh, trucks and uh, hot rods and stuff like that for other people. So if you have a four-wheel drive, if you have a winch you're thinking about buying, or if you have a lift kit or tires and wheels, and uh, what else do you do? I do anything you can Think throw of. money at. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but some of the things that you've done is, is you just had a Jeep in here, and we did front end and back end. We did uh, grills and, and wenches and lights and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we do a lots and lots of lighting. That's something that I enjoy doing, um, but we do a lot of. Uh, okay. We do, I mean, gear swaps. We've been doing a lot of those lately. Wheels, tires, bumpers, accessories, okay. roof racks. And that just kind of talks about your experience. That's what we're doing is, is we can talk about those things intelligently. This isn't an ad for our shop. This is okay. an idea that this is what we talk. And I'm an ASing master, and I've been uh, around car repair for uh, since 1979. And even before that, I worked at a gas station in 1968. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing since 1970. Thompson's Auto Repair has been providing expert auto and light truck repair and maintenance services in Mesa. They're the only shops in Mesa, by the way, the only shop in Mesa, by the way, that I put my name behind and say you can trust them to do your work. They have ASC certified technicians. They're on Main Street just east of Stapley. That's under construction on that on that rail. But they're, as you turn east off of uh, off Stapley and east, uh, they're down maybe three or four buildings on your right. It's easy, and if you miss their driveway, there's a parking lot right next to it, and you can pull in there. But that's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing on Main Street, just east of Stapley. We've got a caller already, Vicki. Oh, let me give you the line, the phone number. If you've got a call, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Vicki, you're up. How can we help you? Well, um... Two weeks ago, I was on my way home, and I stopped at a, you know, pulled into a place called Village Market to get a six-pack, because it had been one of those days. And when I started my 97 Cherokee, 247,000 miles, the engine was missing like somebody yanked some spark plug wires off it, or there was a dead cat in the serpentine belt. And so I panicked, opened the hood, nothing, it's still running. I thought, oh, it's only a mile home. It's too late to have it towed anywhere. Um, <clears throat> and I started trying to, to push it home. And uh, after maybe, well, at the first light, it died. I started it up. And it's run perfectly ever since. Now, I had called um, Bill at 25th Street to see if I should have it towed in. And he said, well, if it's not doing it, they can't troubleshoot it. I was wondering if you could give me a couple ideas of what might have happened. 
Well, I think your Jeep Cherokee has a crank or cam sensor or both. And I think that that might have been uh, been affected by anything. It could be grease. Um, it could be water that's spilling on top of it. There's a lot of different things, but I agree with Bill. It's hard to tell what happened, you know, a couple of days ago. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Did you smell gas? No. Okay. Were there any dash lights on? No. When you got it started at the intersection, it's at that point it ran perfectly. Ever since. And ever since, too. You said there was a loud squealing noise? No. Oh, I think you said like a cat in your serpentine yeah. belt. Yeah. No, no, I, it was it was running so rough. I thought there was a dead cat in the in the fan belt. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I I, I just took that as a noise. Sorry, <laughs> but, sorry, sorry. But, yeah, but there's sorry. the bottom line is is there was an unusual noise underneath the hood. No, it just was running rough. Okay, it was missing. The engine was missing. I mean, I mean, I say missing. I'm not educated. It was just drive really it, rough. drive it till the wheels fall off. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I, 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 there is nothing anybody can do. Yeah. There's nothing anybody can do. But I, when you say missing, it, instead of idling smooth like a, a, you know, a hummingbird, just it was going ta 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 ta. Exactly. Okay. All right. Exactly. So th- that's definitely missing. I think, I think I would have someone give it a visual inspection. Ask Bill to do a visual inspection of the secondary portion of the ignition system which is the spark plugs and the wires. And another thing that you might do, was it any kind of moisture in the air when you were no. had this problem? Okay, because no. I was thinking if there was any moisture in the air, sometimes moisture will cause the old spark plug wires to arc, and that causes the engine to miss. But they're about a year old. Yeah, I, I just, I don't, it, the real question is, is when it was missing, is it spark or fuel related? And to re, to go in there and start replacing parts is going to cost you a couple of thousand dollars. So that's not a wise move. Um, let me ask you a question, and I know this is a silly one. Do you have towing insurance? Yes, we have AAA. Okay, all right. So you're kind of safe there. Um, one other thing that I might suggest to you is, is talk to your insurance company. And uh, sometimes the insurance, I think for us, on, on a couple of our vehicles, the towing is like $12 a year. And we can tow it to any shop. We don't have to tow it to the closest shop. There's some of the other uh, other road services have different requirements. And oftentimes they'll take you to their shop or they'll take you to the closest shop where my insurance company, I just hand them the bill and they pay it. And so, AAA will tow me to... Uh, whatever I tell them within 200 miles. Oh, okay. that's great. But I think you have to pay extra miles, uh, extra mileage charge, but I could be wrong, but I don't care. It doesn't yeah. make any difference. But nevertheless, if you have towing insurance and you feel safe about that, I would keep the fuel above the half, uh, the quarter portion of the tank. Um, when, have you had the fuel pump replaced on this? Yeah, about three years ago. Okay. All right. Well, I'd keep it up close to half because if you're gonna if you're gonna get down to a quarter, then the fuel pump is not necessarily cooled and lubricated by the gas in the tank. So I wouldn't flirt with that. I'd just keep it above the quarter mark, and I'd see what happened. But that's all I can offer you is just um, just a guess on what it might be. And if you were my customer, I think Bill should just look at the secondary ignition system and wiggle things around and see what happens. All righty. Thank you so much. I feel so much better now. All righty, Vicky. Good luck. Good luck. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. You bet. It's hard to diagnose those kinds of things. Yeah, absolutely. And the the 
she could spend waste a lot of time and money just trying to chase it down and if it's a problem that's starting then it's going to happen again and continually get worse i'm sure and and when it gets worse and easier to find then that's yeah. when that's the time you bring it in and who's yeah. talking is my daughter andy her and alan both work at our shop and so they're both well skilled and talented with respect to car and car repair stuff and speaking of stuff that not needed Let's answer the phone. <laughs> and, and Gil, how are you? What can we do? Or Gil, who have we got, I should say? Uh, your next caller is Jerry. Jerry, good morning. Jerry, how can we help you? Uh, good morning. Go ahead, sir. Uh, I'm a longtime listener, first-time caller. Um, I just uh, acquired a uh, 2005 Grand Cheap Cherokee four-wheel drive that has a Hemi motor in it, the 5.7. Okay. And the um, person we got it off of... Uh, uh, got it from a dealer that claimed it was a tow-behind vehicle, so the miles aren't accurate. Is that something I can verify? It only has 80, 81,000 miles on it. Um, I don't think what, that's what, what, what do you mean they're not accurate? The vehicle has more or the vehicle has less? Well, I, I, if it's a tow-behind, does mileage actually rack up as somebody's pulling it with their RV? I can't answer that. I don't think I've ever had that question before. The, but I'll tell you what: if the engine's off, it, it, yeah. But if the key is on, it's it, it's it's got to. It's seeing. Well, wait a minute, though. And this is a good discussion. If we put the transfer case in neutral, then are we driving the tail shaft of the transmission? And the answer is no. We've disconnected the transmission from the from the transfer case. We put the transfer case in neutral. And when we put the transfer case in neutral, then all we're doing is spinning the two drive shafts. And the speed sensor is on the back end of the transmission. So that's what I'm thinking. Okay. So, well, wait a minute, so it though. it won't rack what, up any miles on the odometer. Yes, it would not. And the key is going to be on the on position, but it's not going to be on the start or run position. Um, I, I'll tell you, this is an easy one to do. Uh, just hook a rope to it and, and drag it around the block when the transfer case is in neutral and the steering is on, unlocked. And it's going to If take, the speedo is working... It's putting miles on it because it has to see a, a, a speed a signal, speed sensor signal in order for it to put miles on it. So if the speedo's working, then it's going to be putting miles on it. If the speedometer's okay. working, then that, yeah. it, you're right. The yeah. speed sensor so is then being driven. So maybe don't drag it around two miles or two blocks. Just pull it <laughs> down the street and see if the speedo's working. I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't suggest you get on I-10 <laughs> and start ripping the Tucson. But what I said is, if you go around the block, we'll, we'll at least roll the 10th yes. to 2nd to yes. 2 or 3. So if he just tows it to his neighbor house, have a beer and comes back, it may not roll the speedometer. Yeah. But you bring up a good point with respect to the speedometer working. But the speedometer, I, I don't know if the speedometer is going to work when the key is in the off, but the steering wheel is in the unlock position. So it's a, if it's an electronic, and if the speed sensor is electronic, and I don't really know on the 05 if it is or not, then if there is no power to the computer, it's not going to monitor speed. But okay. to unlock a um, steering wheel, it's got to be, the key has got to be on, right? Not necessarily. Wouldn't that wouldn't that tax the ignition system? Well, y yeah, it would. But I, I mean, there's just a, there's a you know pull the key out. You got to on and then a, a run. Okay. Yeah, I, you know that's it's like I said, it's a question I've yeah, never been asked before. I don't know. So I don't know. I mean, well, what does the title say? Does it say A, B, or C? Well, my son has the title. Actually, what is a kind of weird deal? My son bought the card. I told him if he's not happy with that, I'd buy it for him. So I'm getting it this weekend. I haven't seen the title yet. Okay. 
the title will more than likely be A, B, or C, and of course you want A. Um, I want to tell you that I've towed lots of vehicles behind our motorhome, and I've never racked up miles on any of them. I've had a, what was that one? Suzuki Samurai and Suzuki Grand Vitara. Both of those. Mm -hmm. And um, we had a little Ford, Ford truck or a small truck we pulled at one time. So we've never racked up mileage on anything that we've ever towed. Yeah, the... And you got, I mean, for an 05 and 81,000, that's low mileage. Yeah. But then they said it's got incorrect mileage because it's been towed. So that kind of, to me, it doesn't. Well, that. Uh, you, well, you, it, what they stated was, you know, the mileage is so low because it was a tow behind vehicle behind the RV. So that's why for the years oh, gotcha, the gotcha. mileage was so low. But then oh. I didn't know if it racked up. They sort of enticed that the vehicles towed behind so those miles aren't really accurate but okay. it's so clean that i believe it is okay sure. that 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 makes more sense yeah, yeah. That, yeah that makes more sense what they're saying is is this vehicle may have twice the miles of the eight eighty thousand, but it was tow miles where the motor wasn't running and and we weren't working on the brakes and the only thing that was really wearing out is the tires mm -hmm. when you're towing it like that so and, and he's saying that he's trying to explain 80 for a car that's 12 years old sure and that so makes sense. That, but I still think, you know what? Run a Carfax on it. Just run a Carfax on it. The Carfax will okay. kind of tell you everything you need to know, and and it'll also tell you if the mileage is suspect, and it'll also tell you if it's wrecked, and those there are things a that could happen. discrepancy somewhere along the way. Anywhere, a discrepancy, and he brings up a good point. So thank you, Jerry. Good luck to you, buddy. Thank you very much. And the lines are open, 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified, we have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May. And I wrote this message. Earnings vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Phoenix? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Phoenix area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Phoenix is a perfect market for my system, and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text EASY to 82000. Seating is extremely limited. Text in the next 10 minutes and you'll also receive a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. Text EASY to 82000. That's EASY to 82000. 
It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. When I started having trouble reading and threading a sewing needle, I went to the ophthalmologist right away. I have AMD, age-related macular degeneration. It's the leading cause of blindness in people over 60. I'm getting treatments now, and my vision is better. I also called the Foundation Fighting Blindness to learn how to prevent and manage AMD. Call the Foundation Fighting Blindness today at 1-800-BLINDNESS for helpful information on AMD. That's 1-800-BLINDNESS. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Alan, my son, and, and Andy, my daughter. And between all of us, we've got 50, 60 years worth of auto experience. Andy has worked the front counter uh, for our repair shop for uh, um, about 61 years. Yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> um, and Alan has uh, been working on cars and his early years were kind of tough on me, but it's been really great for the last 15. What? Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crickets. Wait a minute. My, the early years? Yeah. What when, was the problem? When you made mistakes like all the rest of us do. So when you over-torqued lug nuts and you Very stripped them. Very seldom. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, then you're different than the rest of us. All righty. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Automatic Transmission Exchange. They've been rebuilding transmissions, rebuilding transmissions in the Phoenix area since 1968. Phil and his staff are really transmission diagnostic experts. So if you have a problem when you're in Phoenix and you want to take it by a shop and have them, and have them go with you on a drive and you can duplicate the problem, they do that for free. So, obviously, Monday mornings and Friday afternoons are kind of tough, but try to work it around those two particular times. He's at 40th Street in Washington, the north side of the street. Like I said, he's been in that same location since 1968, and they really do know transmissions well. Automatic transmission exchange. Let's go to the phones, and we'll start with Jack. Jack, good morning. How can we help you? Hey, Mark. I got a 94 Chevy pickup, 130,000 miles. Um, My heater worked a couple years ago. Um, I put a new controller in but when i turn it over to heat the arrows all light up across and flash and i don't get any heat out of it the arrows on the uh ins- the climate control panel yep yep they all light up all the way across i've got the doors work um but i can't get any heat out of it okay so Okay, forget the arrows because you completely lost me. I've I've never seen that um, a, a problem. What I think you should do is is go to your heat setting, and then yeah. after you drive a while, get out of the truck and 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 feel the two heater hoses that go from the engine to the firewall. Yeah. 
And are they both hot? I don't know. That I have to look at. Okay. All right. So you're going to touch both heater hoses. Now, if both heater hoses are hot, then the problem is going to be with the doors underneath the dash. So we're feeding you cold air, but in reality, we have hot water circulating through the heater core. I want you Uh to picture the the capital letter Y, okay? Uh, On the left arm up high is cold air. On the right arm is hot air. And where the two Ys meet the tree trunk, there's a door there. And so if the door swings to the right, you get only cold air. If it swings to the left, you only get hot air. If it's in the middle, you get Luke. So if both heater – we just start at the basics. I don't know if you have a problem with the, the, the climate control head. I don't know if that's it. I don't know if we're missing a sensor. I don't know if it's lost sight of its ability. I wanted, though, if you don't have a heater, let's start at the basics and work our way forward. Another thing you can try if you want is disconnect the battery on the positive and the negative side. Okay. Touch the cables together, not the battery terminals together, but right. touch the right. cables. Then just let it sit for 30 minutes, and, and it's kind of a, 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 a reboot. Okay. And then put the positive on first, the negative on second. Reset your your clock and stuff like that, and go drive it and see what happens. So let's try okay. a reboot first, okay? All right, and then I can get to everything if I just take the bottom cover off. Um, all it, underneath. You mean as far as the dash is concerned? Yeah. No. Um, have you ever been underneath the dashboard <laughs> yet? Well, I've already started taking the box off underneath, but no, not okay up under the dash. Um, on a 1 to 10 scale, when you start going after the blend door or the blend door actuator, whether it's vacuum operated or electronic, yeah. um, on a 1 to 10 scale, I'm only going to let a technician that's at an 8 level go in underneath the dash. Um, okay. And here's why. If you let the 2 level guy go in, you're going to end up buying a whole lot of parts that he's broken trying to get in there. Okay. And he just doesn't understand right. that there's a hidden screw here and a hidden screw there, or this snaps in and out or whatever. So the damage, um, there's a huge risk in going in underneath the dash. There's no additional dollars, but that's why you, you use your best tech. So or, the dash has to come off. Dash well, come off. not necessarily the pad. Oh, okay. We're going to do a lot, but there's other stuff that we're also going to do. Check we're gonna, first. Yeah, we're going to physically check to see if we have any external parts of the blend door that we can watch work okay. and and, right. and stuff like that so there's a right. i'm going to think the diagnostic fees I, and normally i would say 75 to 125 dollars yeah. i'm, I'm going to go up from there uh, i'm yeah. going to go up to 100 to 150 and then i'm going to tell you also the possibility exists and i'm telling you 20 percent of the time 20 percent of the time the diagnostic fixes the problem so yeah. it's okay. it's 110 to find it and and a, and a dollar to fix it. Plug this back yes. in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, that's a idea. Yeah, don't count on that though. But 20 percent of the time, the diagnostic will fix it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Hey, hang on, Gil. I just want to cover something else real quick here. A customer tells us this story. They went in to a shop. Okay, we got two callers. <laughs> you went into a shop and. They needed a hundred things that needed attention, 
and they gave uh, him a list, mm-hmm. and it was thousand. It was five hundred five thousand seven hundred and thirty-two dollars worth of repairs recommended on a two thousand seven Acura that had a hundred and nine thousand miles. Okay, thank you for bringing the car up. Yeah. So we're on an Acura two thousand seven. It's eleven years old. Has one hundred nine thousand miles. So, and and just to be quick, it has a power steering hose leak. It needs a power steering flush. It needs an engine mount on the right side, an engine mount on the left front, an engine mount on the back. All of them are collapsed. The compliance bushings, which are lower control arm bushings, they're 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 bad. That's five hundred eighty-three dollars, and so this power steering pump and everything else is thirteen hundred. The valve adjustment is five twelve. The serpentine belts three fifty-two. The cabin filters ninety. The wipers are seventy. Thirty-five for the air filter. Spark plugs three oh eight. Fuel system two ninety-six. Air filter box bolts thirty dollars. Five thousand seven hundred and thirty-four dollars. Thirty-two dollars yeah. in repairs. He takes because it, of. He, because the, his whole original symptom is a vibration when braking, okay. when coming down hills. So that's what he took it in for. Okay. So There's he, nothing in here about brakes or fixing no, that. No, and the, there was a couple different shops involved, two or three different shops involved. And one shop said that um, that the mounts were the vibration issue. Okay. And that's where the whole thing just got very... Ugly. Yeah. Convoluted, so to speak. Yes, very. All right. So at the end of the day, a shop that we respect Mm -hmm. took a look at this. Sure. They said, nothing is needed except the air filter box bolts Mm -hmm. and to fix the vibration if the front brakes have the rotors warped or something in the front brake area. Yeah, the rotors were warped and the pads were fine, they said. Okay, so the repair at the end of the day to fix, resurface the rotors and fix the vibration when coming down a hill mm-hmm. and fixing the broken air bolts was $150. Mm-hmm. Everything else the other shops said didn't need to be done. No. And they talked also about all these leaks. Well, there's a difference between leaking on the ground and you adding fluid and seeping or wetness. Mm-hmm. And the wetness means nothing. The seeping means nothing. It has to either drip on the ground or you're adding fluid. Those are the key words. So when we come back, we'll talk about that. And we're also going to take our two callers. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. But think about this. $5,732 worth of repairs recommended. And at the end of the day, his symptoms are fixed for $150. And at least one other shop looked at this that we uh, respect and said, only one thing they agreed with. So we'll be back. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. (laughs) 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement. A plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number one. Not only is the Patriot app great for streaming our live programs, you can access all Patriot podcasts. Click on the upper left-hand corner and select podcasts to find all our great weekday and weekend programs. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. A station exposing the lack of transparency in the media today. To hold the truth accountable. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. All about that demon automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and results of the dream of Henry. Welcome back, everybody. 602 And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just... Arthur waited through the break, so I'm not going to do any commercials. I'm going to go straight to Arthur. Arthur, good morning to you. How can I help you? Uh, yeah, I've got a 2006 Yukon XL. And when I'm driving, it, uh, it starts to... Uh, hum- I've been getting a humming hum- hum- song on it. It's, as soon as I let off the gas, the humming song goes away. I'm just wondering what that would be. Would it be the tires, transmission, rear end? I checked the engine uh, with my son running it, and uh, couldn't hear any humming there. Okay. Well, I think if you want to find out if it's engine-related, 
when you're going down the street at 40 miles an hour, just kind of feathering the throttle, not go, not accelerating and not breaking, is the noise there? Uh, yeah. Okay. So then well, what you... not, not constantly. As soon as I let off the gas, it goes away. Okay. It's just there when he's accelerating. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, wow. I mean, I'm thinking what's different between load and unload? Um and then he takes his foot off. The, I mean, that doesn't eliminate any of the fan belts because the belts are spinning. They don't care whether you're throttling up or throttling down. The water pump, the power steering, the air conditioning, none of that cares. Yeah. So, um, you know, you're just going to have to, can you make it happen all the time? Oh, yeah, I do it all the time. Okay. Yeah, I drove up, up to fly, came back, and it started about two weeks later after that. They started doing that. Okay. Can you feel the 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 noise at the steering wheel, the seat of your pants, or on the floor? Can you feel it? No, uh, there's no vibration at all. It's just a uh, humming sound, and okay. I just go, and then it goes. As soon as I let off the gas, it, it stops. Is it possible that the fan clutch is locked up? That's one thing I was thinking of. I have to I have to check that. Okay. Um, yeah. And if you're cruising down the highway at 60, 70 miles an hour and the fan clutch is locked up, it feels like it's in second gear. The motor sounds racing, like the motor's racing, and there's going to mm -hmm. be a hum associated with that because the fan clutch is locked up and people will take it to a transmission shop and say, hey, it feels like it's in third gear, but it won't go to high. And as a result yeah. of that, then um, that's yeah. kind of the deal. Yeah. So, you know, do you have a shop that you deal with? Uh, yeah, I just take it to the dealer, or, or uh, I just take it down here to Midas. Okay. All right. What part of town do you live in? Uh, I'm on the uh, baseline west side. Baseline and what? On the west side. Oh. Baseline. Okay. I understand. Well, the best thing yeah. the shop is going to want is, is if you can make it happen, and you stop by on a Wednesday around noon, and you say to the owner who recognizes you, hey, I got this noise. I can make it happen. Can you send your best tech with me? And I promise not to have him for an hour. I'll bring him back in 15 minutes because I can show him what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's all yeah. you need to do, Oscar. Just, just And that's usually free, especially if I recognize you. Okay? Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and let me tell you who brings this show to your radio. SNS Tire is one of the shops. They have three locations in West Phoenix in Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. At SNS Tire, they have a comprehensive line of tires and many different brands of the same size. No matter whether you want a wheelbarrow tire or a huge industrial tractor or a farm tractor, They've got tires for that. But what SNS Tire really is good for is you take your car in, and they will give you three prices for good, better, best set of tires. And then that way you can decide what you want to spend. Now, if you're going to keep the car forever, you might want the, the better or the best. But if it's a lease or you're going to sell it, maybe you just want the good. So the idea is, is that they can fluctuate the pricing and the quality and, and give you what you want. They also do, they'll balance your tires, and they do an alignment suspension work, which is all related to tire wear. So it's kind of a one-tire shop. That's S&S Tire, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. A little earlier, we were talking about um, where someone had gone in and, uh, and recommended uh, $5,732 worth of repairs. Mm -hmm. 
um, let's kind of go over this. The, the vibration that he ended up having fixed was a, he's coming down the hill, and when he applies his brakes, the car shakes. Uh-huh. But the minute he applies the brakes, the car shakes, and when he lets go, the car quits shaking. Mm-hmm. That never is motor mounts. No. Um, and so the, they, they say that the all three of the engine mounts are broken, uh-huh. and the bill on all those is that that is almost nineteen hundred dollars for three engine mounts and all the labor. Think what would have happened. Now this was a brake rotor problem. Mm-hmm. This wasn't a motor mount. So if he would have authorized almost two thousand dollars worth of engine mounts, and he would have come back down from Payson, it would have been there would have been trouble because yeah. they wouldn't fix his problem. Yeah. Then you start talking about the compliance bushing that are cracked. What? What? Tell me what you think about the word cracked. Well, I mean, I think the bushings in general in our industry, everybody has such a different spectrum of when they should be replaced. I mean, we see, you know, ones that come in that are have surface cracks on them, and sure, they're cracked, but they're more of a surface crack. The bushing's not coming out, not falling apart. You're not having any other symptoms, and in that case, we wouldn't say do anything on them. Um, but if you have, you know, a clunk or, a, you know, the bushing's completely coming out, that's a whole different ballgame. You know, that that's that's exactly right, and the clunk is a big deal. You're stopped at a traffic light, and you give it the gas, and there's a clunk as you move forward. And and then at no other time until you brake. And when you brake, there's another clunk, and that's because these lower control arms and bushings are moving forward and backward, mm-hmm. and the rubber part of the bushing, the rubber part is a gasket between two big metal things. So yes. there's a shaft, and then it's covered with a big piece of marshmallow rubber, uh-huh. and then there's a bracket that goes around that. Yes. And it keeps the two pieces of metal from, from each other. Yes, so, so the, the, the bushing itself just looks like a big donut. It's a, a big, big black rubber donut. donut. Yeah. yeah. And as a result of that, then we lose the Hello. bushing. I'm gr- as a result of that, we lose the bushing, and when that happens, then we have the clunk. Yeah. So 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified, We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May. And I wrote this message. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Phoenix? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Phoenix area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. 
Phoenix is a perfect market for my system, and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, call 1-800-900-1149. Seating is extremely limited. Call in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals guide. That's 1-800-900-1149. That's 1-800-900-1149. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a I sunny porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be. 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Patriot App Tip Number Two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. We're going to be here till noon talking about cars. We've got the lines open. We've got four of the five lines open. Miguel's on one of them, but you can give us a call if you'd like. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Miguel, how are you today? What can we do for you? Doing good. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I have a 2010 Mazda CX-9 uh, currently running 106,000 miles. Um being a or feels weird at I can turn on the vehicle in the morning and let it warm up for about five, six minutes. It could be less, it could be more time. Um when I start going on the car, I can hear like a little rattling in the engine, like a little clacking. I can't figure out what it is. Um I don't know if it's maybe I need to start using a little thicker oil. I don't know what's going on in there. Maybe it's time to take it into a shop. I'm not seeing any signs, any loss of power or anything like that. Does it go away after? Anywhere. Does it go away after the vehicle's warmed up? Uh, well, it goes away after you start driving for a while. Okay, so yeah. Okay. So what is that time frame? Five minutes? Ten minutes? Do you know? Uh, yeah, about three five minutes after driving. Because yeah. if the vehicle is just you know idling, warming up in the driveway. You don't hear anything, but as soon as you take out of the driveway and you start driving, then you start hearing it, and then it just goes away after you begin driving for about five minutes. Okay. You, you know what I think it is? I, I'm going to make an educated guess. I think the valves need to be adjusted. Would Would he have a running rough issue with that, though? Well, um, we had one not too long ago that had a huge gap where it shouldn't have, uh-huh. and so the exhaust valve wasn't opening as far as it could, mm-hmm. and so that cylinder had a misfire every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But 
uh, obviously we have to hear the noise. Now, yeah. another thing it could be is an exhaust leak. The clicking noise of an exhaust leak is exactly like the clicking noise of a valve tappet. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for customers to determine whether they say they have a clicking noise, but it's really not a click. It sounds like a tick, 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 tick. It's a ticking noise, and that's an exhaust leak. Mm -hmm. But it wouldn't cause, now that, that wouldn't cause it to run rough. Yeah. Yeah, but it's more of a clacking than a clicking, you know? Like okay. a rattle, kind of like a yeah. like marbles in a can type of a thing or Yeah, you could say so, yeah. Okay. And when you rev it up, does it uh, does the tempo change? Uh, you know what? I try not to go too hard on it when I start hearing it. Uh <laughs> Okay. Well, here's what I want you to do is 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 when you hear it, throw it into neutral and just kind of give it a rev. And see what happens. We need to know if it's related to the speed of the engine. So we need okay. to know that the faster you go, the faster the clatter is. But the clatter, it could be so many different things. You can turn your air conditioning on and off, and that will kind of tell you if you've got the clatter from the belt area. So when you load the belts by turning the air conditioning compressor on, even though it's cold, then and it changes dramatically, that helps us. So if you can make it happen or change it, then you're going to save yourself some diagnostic money because you can show us how to make it happen or how to change it, and that sure helps when we diagnose the problem. We, I say, our industry. So, but it it is interesting that Andy asked you if it goes away when you warm up because that's a real key. If you say, and we don't need to, you to tell us three minutes and thirty two seconds later it goes away. We're not we're not interested. When the needle gets off the cold and it gets between north of a quarter on the gauge, then the the noise goes away. That's good enough for us. Yeah, that that just is indicating that the vehicle has warmed up. You know, so, the, well, yeah, so the vehicle can be warm up, and then it will still do it as soon as I start driving. So it's not necessarily uh, when the vehicle's cold. Okay, so, so for instance, it's warmed up, and it's clattering, and and you shut it off when you well, go into quick it trip. Doesn't, it doesn't clatter when it's idling. Okay. As soon as I put it in the gear and I start driving, then I can hear it. Okay. Um, how How... Can you get the tank down kind of low, and can you put some premium, put five gallons of premium in it and see if that changes it? Okay. I'm confused. So you say you start the car, say you start it cold in the morning. It's been sitting all night. You start it in the morning, you let it idle, and the noise is not present, correct? Correct. I, and I, then I usually like to let it warm for about three, five minutes. Okay, and then, then you drive it, and the rattle noise is present, but it does go away. Yeah. Okay, so so the the rattle when you're not in the car and it's it's warming up, the rattle's not there, the clatter's not there. But it Correct. the clatter is only there when you hit the accelerator. Yes. Okay. You know, that that could I mean, I'm dreaming here, but that could be the back of a belt fly that has flown off. You know where the back layer of the belt comes off? Mm -hmm. I mean, in the old days that would happen because you're sitting there idling and there's no load and the RPM's low. Well, when you start speeding up the fan and speeding up the motor, then all of a sudden this piece of 3 inches of the back of the V belt is flapping around and yeah. causing a noise. It's just something we're going to have to listen to. Yeah, I think too it should I would say it would be I mean, I say fairly easy, but if it's present all the time, that's going to be easier to find. Yeah. So a shop could find it decently quick, I would say. You could, you could, you could help yourself too. Um, 
you can teach your wife or your girlfriend or your son or somebody how to make it happen and you open up the hood and if you take a piece of heater hose that's three feet long and you put it to your ear and then you start waving the end of the heater hose around the engine compartment I promise you when you get close to that noise you're gonna hear it I promise you so, you know, we have a stethoscope that we use, and some guys will use some 3-8 clear line, and they'll stick one end in their ear, and they'll start waving it around underneath the engine compartment. When you get close to it, you, and that's how we find vacuum leaks sometimes. Mm-hmm. We find vacuum leaks that way and noises. So if you were able to say, hey, here's a piece of heater hose that's three or four feet long. Put this next to your ear and put the hose right there. Can you hear that? And then move the hose away. See how it goes? The noise goes away. Bring it back. Okay, that's what I want you to fix. When you do something like that, you just saved yourself 50 bucks in diagnostic charges because you just told us how to make it happen. All righty? Sounds good. Thank you very much. You betcha. Thank you. Noises are tough. Noises are tough. 602 We've got about another five, six, seven minutes in this segment. Then we're going to come back for another hour. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to here, my next to me is my daughter, Andy. And uh, Andy's been in, as you can tell, been in the auto repair industry for a very, very long time. She's worked the front counter. She has, um, as she's managed the technicians and the workload, and she understands. Um, the the relationship between the the symptom the diagnosis and the repair so when someone's coming off of pacing from pacing and they hit their brakes and the front end starts shaking real bad you know that's not motor mounts when they let go of the brakes and the noise vibration goes away yeah so that's pretty easy that's one of the easier ones but but um so Speaking of people that know how to diagnose, Air Park Auto is up in North Scottsdale, Northeast Scottsdale. They're a couple of blocks south of Frank Lloyd Wright, and they're a couple of blocks west of the 101. They've been around since 1985. They're on Raintree, east of Hayden. Nadine, the owner and operator, has been there since the beginning. Her husband, Stacy, was a friend of mine, and when they built in 1985, Renee and I and Stacy and uh, Nadine were all friends. Stacy passed away, and Nadine has decided... And it was a wise decision to keep the shop and keep it running because she, like Andy, has a good handle on car repair. So Air Park Auto is a state-of-the-art clean and green facility. They have the diagnostic tools. They have the technicians. And they know how to diagnose and repair small vehicles, trucks and cars, as well as just about anything that takes gas. So if you live in North Scottsdale, I would like to suggest if you don't have a car repair shop, then you might want to stop by Air Park Auto Service for an oil change and see how how they do for you. That's an easy way to introduce yourself. If you walk into an auto repair shop, they do a 1695 oil change and then they hand you an estimate for $5,732. You might want to get a second opinion. Getting back to that same thing, and we don't have any callers right now, so... Oh, oh we do. Who have we got, Gil? Uh, Chris is next. Hi, Chris. Good morning to you. How can I help you? Hey, good morning to you. I was just listening to that last caller, and I had the exact same problem. And I had called you um, prior to, uh, well, when I when I had the problem. Okay. But um, what, what I ended up doing was... Uh, a top end clean um, with if if I could tell you the brand name of the stuff that I used, I will. Okay. It was sea foam. Okay. Uh-huh, that's a good. Problem. And it, it cleaned up that rattling noise 
it, they they pump it into the uh, the plenum for the injection system, uh-huh. and it, it was fine. It was okay. like uh, two quarts of the seafoam, and then uh, you know drive it around a little bit, and then add another uh, a bottle of that with your next fill up, and it, it's been fine ever since. Okay. What he's talking about is is that we are using the suck portion of the engine, the intake manifold, yep. where we draw air through the filter, then we take it into the intake manifold, and it's delivered to all the cylinders. Now, he's talking about a problem of carbon in the cylinders, mm-hmm. and that's the noise that, uh, that uh, uh, was it Oscar? No, Miguel. That's the noise that Miguel likely had. So by inhaling this liquid, which is really... A good product, uh-huh. but it's the same as carburetor cleaner and a, v- a lot of other problems. Yeah. So we're going to inhale this liquid into the engine. We're going to keep the idle running up high, and we're going to go after the carbon that's inside the cylinders. Usually that carbon is built up by somebody who's very soft-footed. Most guys are going to throttle up really hard at a traffic light every once in a so while. So you're saying you've never had this problem on any of your vehicles. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. And neither has your brother and neither has your mother, okay? So yeah. it's in our family. Yeah, I'm guilty of it as well. Yes. So so the idea is we suck this in and we're going to reduce the compression ratio by taking some of the carbon and sending it out the tailpipe. So thank you for that, because that's something I missed. Sure. And I, it, it I missed that well. clue. It really did. Okay. It really did. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you for much. that. Thank you for that. Oh, see. That's a, I, I think that uh, Seafoam is a, a good product. I mean, I've heard good things about it. You know, it. Um, there's lots of problems. Here's the, here's the stuff I don't like. There's all these chemicals out there. Mm-hmm. And if you buy our chemicals... Then we're going to put you on our website, and if somebody plugs in your your, yeah. your thing, then we're going to send them to you, and you're going to have a new customer, and you're going to be able to sell them all the other yeah. stuff that they need. Yeah. How many times do you hear that? Yeah, a bunch. And I think the we would say use use the products in this situation when you have a symptom. But a lot of the, I mean, we've talked about it before, a lot of the fuel injection services, and that's one of the things that the shop recommended on the Acura, um, he wasn't having any symptoms. So in that case, doing all these additives and flushes and all this other stuff when you have no symptoms, we wouldn't, you know. It's a waste of time. Yeah, and money. And that fuel injection service uh, on this estimate on this Acura was $296. The issue is this. If you think you're going to seafoam your car to love you and last forever, you're making a big mistake. That's a stupid idea, and it ain't going to happen because your car has one brain, and it's the electronic brain that delivers spark and fuel. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have feelings. It doesn't know who's driving the car. It just knows how to deliver spark and fuel. So your car's not going to love you if you stick stuff in the tailpipe, in the tank, in the engine, in the radiator, in the air cleaner, and and you wax the windshield. It's not going to love you anymore. So symptom-driven is what I'm all about. If you have a symptom, then we fix it. And sometimes we're going to tell you this is a guess, and you have to agree to the guess, and then we'll make the guess. So sometimes you have to guess a little bit to narrow down the problem. 
So in that particular case, just inject some um, intake cleaner, and it changes the noise for the better, and now we're going to finish the job. Yeah. And so we're going to move after it. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. There's five of them. So if you have a car question or comment, or if you have something that you fixed yourself, I'm all ears because I can learn from you as well. 602-508-0960.